0: Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood Podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood, that this is the place where women can share their stories. Welcome to episode 48. In today's episode, I chat with Jenny Gurry. She's the founder and director of Diamond Women. Diamond Women is a grassroots, not-for-profit organisation that provides a compassionate and caring place for women who find themselves in an unplanned or difficult pregnancy. It's made up of a group of dedicated professionals and individuals who seek to support and empower women to make informed decisions about their pregnancy. They not only inform these women, but most importantly, they accompany them, they support them through this journey. Whether it's with pregnancy support, partner support, mentorship, post-abortion counselling, um, all their services are free. This counselling, mentoring, um, the support groups, material assistance, referrals. They support you from down to the the pads to the doula, to the referrals, to the after-birth support, um, post-abortion counselling, like it's beautiful. It's the whole gamut of support. Um, These women are not left alone. Um, I I asked her in the interview um, where she got the name from, Diamond Women, and she was telling me that a friend of hers told her that diamonds are formed under pressure. And I thought, how beautiful that, you know, it's so true. These women who um, are found in a situation where they feel like um, they are left in in this darkness, this heaviness, this um, sometimes, oftentimes shame um, to to fend for themselves, to leave it out, uh, you know, to, to decide for themselves where this pressure... When it has the right support systems, um, creates something so spectacular, so beautiful, like a diamond. These women, um, they, they they feel like they've been given this lump of coal. Um, but with uh, with that pressure, with that um, hidden, extraordinary, dark place that they might find themselves in, if it is tended to and um given the support it needs it turns into the most extraordinary beautiful diamond and that's what these women are they're they're a um, a beacon of hope and um you know the diamond becomes more beautiful the more cuts it has the, the more things that are chipped away at it and it just um just shows you that these women the pressure the hardship and the um, the the darkness that they might find themselves in eventually makes way for extraordinary beauty, um, something that is so unique, irreplaceable, and of great worth. Um, I'm sure you'll love listening to Jenny. Now, her organisation is a um, a charity that you can actually contribute to it's um think next time you're doing your um looking for a charity to give money to at the beginning of your financial year um they're a registered charity so reach out to them they need they they live off our support um and if we don't give it to them who will it's a well worth um beautiful beautiful organization that many many generations will benefit from so um take the time to listen to jenny gurry thanks bye the podcast jenny um Thank you. i would love for you to introduce yourself and give us a little bit of a uh, short history of who you are sure um so i'm jen i
1: am the director and founder of diamond women so i am married to one husband and have one son um it's a good ratio so um <laughs> we we um, yep, yeah, we have one little miracle boy who's about to turn nine and we, um, we are a very tight small family unit but we work pretty decently together. And I've been, um, I started Diamond 15 years ago basically in a response to a need I saw. I was doing um, Bible college and was studying ethics and the topic of abortion came up and my background was in marketing So I figured I would do some research to find out, well, what really was there if, say, I got pregnant? Like, I came from a very strict Catholic upbringing and I knew my parents would be very um, disappointed, to say the least. And and so I thought, well, there's got to be options, right? You know, this is, you know, in the 1990s now, you know, there's got to be options for women. And so what I found was basically abortion clinics that were very well advertised. And then there were some um, online telephone and pregnancy support services that when I called and did my market research, I felt like they couldn't really connect with who I was. And I I like face to face. Um, And so as a result, I saw kind of a gap in the market. And so I told God he should do something about that, you know, Mm and, um and, I think he went, how about you? And yeah, I paused. <laughs> <laughs> it's the devil at that point. You know, I love, I love I just, how we tell,
0: tell him what to do and then he just quietly brings it back.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yes. I was like, let me remind you, I did business cause I like to make money and um, this being, running a charity is not part of that plan. So um, yeah, but, it was became a legitimate call and I felt like if I didn't begin the path down that, that it would be blatant disobedience. And so that was one thing that I thought I could not live with. I thought there would be a lot of regret around that. And so I thought, well, well, you know, here's my marketing background. I'm like, all right, contingency plan. If This goes belly up, God. At least I don't have a mortgage or a family I need to support. So, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's minimal risk. And, um, and that was 15 years ago. So we started with a website and a telephone, basically, and then just sat by and waited it to call, and I ran it out of my living room. And, yeah, I'm 15 years on. It's, it's God has been very kind and very gracious, and we now run out of – we have an office in the CBD, which is on temporary COVID hold at the moment, mm-hmm. um, one of the best – So that's what we would deem our mothership. So where we do a lot of admin, we've got counselling rooms and it's quite busy. then we have an office at Gosford on the Central Coast. So on one of the main streets up from Centrelink and Mission Australia there, we have a hub at Penrith and Macquarie Fields and one at Wollongong that we then see them. And we've just opened last month one in Carringba. So we're yes and then we're hoping in um, around 10 months we'll be in bathurst so that's amazing
0: yeah <laughs> so we're how many uh, counselors do you have or how much how many how many staff do you have
1: so we have six part-time staff and we have 13 volunteers wow so and that's growing more all the time so yeah it's been like a journey so we our counsellors are all professional and qualified and belong to peak bodies and things like that. Cause I didn't want it to be like a, just a casual Maranpa ministry type thing. I wanted it to have a legitimate charity status and offer professional equivalent services to the likes of a lot of the major players.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what do you, you offer?
0: Know? What do you offer? Um,
1: in short, it's a wraparound service. So we offer professional counselling. So when a girl comes to us, we probably if I tell you the three t- different types of counsel, uh, clients we see that will explain some of our services. So we see girls that are abortion minded. So mm-hmm. they're the ones, got my abortion booked on next Wednesday, but I just want some more information or I just want to talk to someone before I go ahead with it. And so what we do with that person is we talk to them about what what is it for them that is Making them feel like that is their only road, that, that, that is their only choice. And then we offer um, avenues or pathways of hope by exploring their own personal values, the circumstances, and things, and offer a different perspective on all those. So that if they still continue to go ahead with the termination, they've at least been presented with more options because you don't know what they may think about and meditate on before they actually go ahead with the procedure. We see girls that don't know what to do and they're at that crossroads and that's what we were predominantly set up for help. Mm -hmm. I'm pregnant know what to do. I can't talk to my mom. Um, I don't have a mom. I don't know where to go. I need support. Um, My boyfriend's saying terminate my best friend's saying terminate, but I just don't feel right about it. And I don't know who to talk to. So I want all my information. And so we then talk to them about all the peripherals in their world. So what's actually going on for them that's making them feel that they have no choice and give them all the information about adoption, open and closed adoption, known adoption. We talk about foster care and the services there. We talk about parenting and all the supports available from government financial assistance to various agencies to everything that we provide for the client. So for that, again, part of our services for both those type of women is we offer free professional counselling for um for 12 months minimum from the first point of their engagement. And if they continue the pregnancy for 12 months post baby, we offer free cots, cribs, bassinets, nappies, wipes, linen, maternity clothes, everything they need for 12 months post baby. We offer casework, support work, um, a doula, a chaplain, and um, a support worker, as well as a parenting program so that they feel fully trained and equipped to navigate life and parenting skills. That parenting program is called mum to mum which is a mentor-based program. So they're partnered up with a mum, similar to yourself, Jess, who has done the journey for, so she's had children before. She's probably navigated budgets, Christmas is on a budget, breastfeeding, nutrition, um, financial issues, relationship issues, sleepless nights, um, and managed to learn how to do baby massage as well, but in a supported, <laughs> <laughs> supported environment. And, so and also goes, nursing <laughs> mastitis. Yes, oh my <laughs> word, that's excruciating. Um, so she, someone that's navigated all those challenges alongside her so she doesn't feel alone. Now, I barely go to the bathroom by myself. So let alone go to an event like that, which is why our mentors will either pick up or meet the girl there. So she's walking in with someone, not by herself mm. to a bunch of managers. There they get a professional trainer that trains them on all those things. They get a free morning tea and they get a gift. So they might get um, free maternity bras or free um, sanitary items or free nappies. Like we give them something different every time they come because we want them to feel, whoop, I came and I walk away with something. And so, but that training along with that mentor-based support is really key to seeing that women grow and flourish Um, Around her decision. And we also get post abortive women. And so those are women, we've got women that had their termination from two weeks to 35 years ago that are finding that something in their heart or in their life or in their emotions is not right. And they pin it back to that point of when they chose to terminate their pregnancy. And so we provide ongoing, completely free and professional um, post abortive counselling.
0: That's amazing. That is so beautiful. That's incredible. How come we don't know about this? Because we're grossly underfunded unfortunately <laughs> how can when we not- get that out there <laughs> yeah. that's incredible i don't know
1: reshare retweet like i don't know it's 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 have a- you got a hashtag or something um we have we have social media so diamond women au is our instagram account and um diamond women on facebook is our facebook page and just like share i mean like it's honestly about people just sharing that information when you google search for us i mean like the abortion clinics have mega bucks so they can make sure that Mm. for every click they're right at the top you know or every search Mm. we can't compete with that so
0: Mm. yeah that's incredible and how many women do you help like annually or monthly we've we've helped
1: over a thousand women continue their pregnancies so saved around a thousand babies Um, but in terms of women, we've actually helped the numbers are much larger than that. So, because now we're seeing this year, at least, um, we're seeing almost 50% post-abortive and 50%, um, abortion minded, abortion vulnerable. So, and how is that
0: different to other years? Is that different? It was predominantly
1: just, I need support or I need information on my options. Uh And so now we're seeing girls go, um, because at the, a lot of some, some, I should say, some abortion clinics only do three free counselling sessions and then they send the girl away. And one girl rang us at 10 o'clock at night. So scared we were going to be judgy and horrible and just absolutely loves our counsellor and is making headway into healing. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. Um, I, I, as I told you before we started recording, I did pregnancy counselling for a few years, but, couldn't keep it up because I was a little bit busy (laughs) and I do feel I do I do feel bad that I I'm not there um to help um but the the range of women that would call up like it's not one kind it's not your young um unwed mother you have Mm. women in their 40s um doctors I had I had a um an anaesthetist she was ring me beside herself she jumped out of the car at the traffic lights because her long-term partner wanted her to have an abortion you know these are intelligent um financially secure women like it, yep. you can't you can't um what's the word there is no one set type of person yeah. that like it, it affects yeah. everybody and it's the fact yep. that they feel alone isolated yep. they can't do
1: it what, it what do you think worse. Yeah, that was one of the things that shocked me, like in my heart when I felt, God go, this is what I want you to do. I thought, great, because i had been a youth leader for 13 mm. years. Right. I can get those 18 to 25-year-olds, you know, we're a bit naughty with their boyfriend after church. I get it. Mm. But what has stunned me is that it's exactly like you said, you can't pigeonhole anyone. We're getting the full diversity. Mm. And for us particularly in the last two years, um, our stats around, you know, like we call it coercion, but it's almost a form of abuse. Like these Mm. men that are trying to persuade and manipulate Mm. their their partners to terminate, um, is really heartbreaking. Mm. So, um, yeah, our stats have gone through the roof. So roughly we were looking at around a hundred women a year. We're looking at tripling that this year. So. That's incredible. Um, wow so um
0: i i did a lot of the women that would call up um didn't really want to go ahead with it they felt pressure would you agree with that
1: yeah definitely
0: and we always say you know like if they were really that certain about it why bother
1: calling us go straight to the clinic you don't need a referral you don't need a gp referral they can call the clinic make an appointment themselves but the fact that they they've done a google search or someone's told them I mean, there's there is a part of them or at least a subconscious part that wants more information that wants more or wants something different. And so I think that's, that's where we want to explore is what has brought you to us and how can we help you in that space, you know? Mm. And um, it's just surprising how many, just having taking the time to have someone actually hear them out, the difference that can make. Mm. And um, yeah, I just, I call it old-fashioned pastoral care you know like just being there for someone and just helping them out um it makes a significant difference but the beauty in our work is that it really does leave a legacy you know like there's generations yeah. that will go on that may That's not bad. have had the opportunity. yeah so it is it's very rewarding sometimes it's very challenging um you know a lot of a lot of cases are quite complex not as simple yes. as you're and when you've got um, trauma from years ago of abuse from, you know, parents and whatever else, you've got a broken person trying to make big decisions that could ultimately lead to compound trauma and yep. even more brokenness and navigating that can be really challenging. So yeah, it's, it's powerful. And when you see great stories come through, it's amazing. We had um one girl come through and she her boyfriend was Catholic and so his parents said, don't terminate. She's like, I'm too young to do this. But after seeing her, she's like, all right, I'll give this a shot. When she told him, he said, yep, we'll get married. And so she's like, um, that relationship didn't end up working out, but she continued with the pregnancy. And she is so, as for one that said, I don't want to watch, I don't want to have a baby. She is like the most attached, bonded, devoted mum you could ever come across
0: how beautiful so, yeah. yeah have you got any so do any of your um uh counselors go through through the whole pregnancy and attend the births or not it's yeah we've all done that how lovely. some
1: of our, our professionally qualified counselors are a little bit remiss to do that they're like no like boundaries yeah but yeah. historically like i'm a trained telephone counselor but not a you know accredited counselor and so I did we sat in we went in with a couple of girls we had one girl um at one of our earlier offices and she came in and I said you know can I talk to you about your options and what's involved in termination?" And she goes oh, I've already had 10 to 12 and I went oh, oh wow. and I'm but how are you and she's like you know you just you don't know what to think and she said I honestly I'm so against termination. It is the most damaging thing you could ever do to a woman. I'm like, oh, my word, after, from her own mouth after her own experience. And um, she ended up continuing with the pregnancy, but there was so much um, manipulation from the ex-partner that, you know, we had to do role plays and create solid boundaries and all sorts of things. She came back to us a year later pregnant again to um, the father of a child that she did have and he had manipulated her into couch time um, so that she could get money to fix her car. And, um, and she was legitimately scared. She had a really thin cervix as a result of having so many terminations and a couple of children in the mix as well. And so we found a beautiful Christian doctor that agreed to deliver for her for free mm-hmm. in a, as a private patient in a public hospital. And so she, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah, I am
0: here now. So
1: she, she rang me and she goes, "Um, Jenny, I've never been treated by so much respect by a man in my whole life. And she wrote him a card. And then he rang me going, you know, I just got this card from her. And he's crying on the phone because he had never received a card because he'd never, I'm like, he's, you know, a North Shore obstetrician. They don't. often service clients that have been through the trauma she has and um he was blown away so it was just it it, the power in helping women continue their pregnancies is is quite um it's quite monumental you know
0: it's so empowering and women think that um aborting is giving them power when it's actually destroying their power yeah yeah It's, it's It's incredibly, um, backward, like upside down. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Oh, that's just so beautiful.
1: Society has done such a, um, successful job of making, um, termination seem easy, safe, and legal. And I think one (laughs) of my frustrations around the abortion law that was passed last year is that when we legalize something, we assume that that is safe. Like Mm. we tell our kids, their seatbelts on because we want them safe in the car and that's the yeah. law and the law makes us safe but the law of making termination so available you know particularly so late in the pregnancy isn't safe at all you know it's actually and i mean like it, you might get through it medically unscathed you know physiologically but emotionally and psychologically
0: it 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 does do damage you know your, your, your body i've heard before your body retains trauma yeah. and you you may not see it right away, but you will You will see it. It will eventually yeah. come out. Yeah, and,
1: and we hear it, you know, with um, girls coming in, you know, they might have planned their pregnancy, but they're now wanting to talk about, you know, a decision they made 10 years ago in their teens that just still haunts them, makes them question their ability to parent this child. Mm. You know, there's so much data and research around this. And, um, and I guess, you know, that's where, like, at least they're seeking out true support and help now. And so seeking to, our job is to show them, you know, unconditional love, no judgment, and just genuinely show them the love of Christ. And so mm. that's our goal. And that's why our mentors are so beautiful because they get to do life with these girls. And so they can do, they can have conversations that we can't in a professional setting just about life skills and what do you do on weekends and have you thought about praying and have you been to church and you know like and just it's really really powerful and so we've seen three girls on the central coast choose to give their hearts to the lord and start attending church you know Mm -hmm. and now they're raising their kids in church as best friends with each other so it's really oh how sweet yeah (laughs) so it's it can be if when we do things right it's really powerful
0: yeah, that's right because we're never doing them alone and I think no. that's that's what these girls need to know and not only girls I shouldn't say that women yeah like, they're not alone they feel so isolated and you know only because society's always told them oh you can't do that there's no way you yeah. can have a child and have a career there's no way you, you could you know support another baby there's you know Don't put us down. Stop telling us what we can't do because we we can do it.
1: And a lot of these, I mean like some of the women we come across have never had one encouraging word said to them. I said to one girl, I go a great mum, and she nearly burst into tears and fell over backwards. And she goes, No one's ever said anything. I'm like, oh my word. Like it's just that power of giving encouragement and confidence and doing the journey with them. Mm-hmm. And we have girls and we just had a girl re-engage with us on social media. She goes, oh, you might have seen it on our Instagram post. She said, um, I went MIA for a few years ago, but here's my baby then. And here he is now. And it mm-hmm. wouldn't be, it would, he wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you girls. And she's looking at re- reconnecting at our mum to mum program. How lovely. So, yeah. So it's, it's about that. I'm like, I, I had one, um, I was, had some surgery and the nurse said to me, Um, she asked me what I did and I was telling her and she goes oh yeah but I don't know about those 16 year olds you know and I said you know what I've seen some really great teenage mums and some shocking 35 year old Mm mums and vice versa and I said the difference has always been the support she goes Mm -hmm. you know what you're so I think a lot of it is about creating a different mindset you know Mm -hmm. rather than Automatically dismissing people. You can't be a good mum. It's not the right time for you. You have other goals. Well, how? Well, why not have your cake and eat it, you know? Because yeah. you can do it with a bit of support.
0: And, and when is exactly the right
1: time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm still waiting for that. Because I'm like... Me I too.
0: <laughs> Six kids in the school. <laughs> When's awesome. the right time to have a child? I, I actually don't think there ever is the right time. You have to make no. it what it is you know you you're the yeah. one that can choose whether it becomes a good time or a bad time yeah, like I know, it just I is
1: yeah um, I mean I can it's you know as believers we see you know God's sovereign I guess his timing's perfect and we have to trust in that and and you watch things unfold and he may always makes a way and we don't use that language or talk like that obviously with our clients but our job is to give them a sense of hope that it actually will turn out and then we just let God be God and that's one of the coolest things um, is that we've had we had one client. Oh, you love this one! Am I allowed to tell you these stories? You, am oh, I, you
0: talking, my my <laughs> podcast is about women telling stories, so you go for
1: it. Okay. So she okay. Get this, honestly, I don't even make this stuff up. I Promise. Um, so. She came to us. She rang and said she wanted to talk to someone because she just found out she was pregnant. It turns out when she was a teenager, her aunt had taken her for a termination, and she was traumatized from that experience. So she here she was pregnant again and not wanting to do it, not wanting to go through that procedure.
0: How, how old is she now? So she was sixteen. She's probably.
1: Yep, she'd be around twenty-seven. I think she
0: was. This is mm. ten years, years later, long. pretty much. Yeah, ten years. Okay,
1: but in this process. She had been seeing a psychologist for her anxiety. She had also got married. She was going, she had two little boys to him. She went to pick them up from school. She she had two federal police come to her home and take her into custody. She said, I've got to pick up my boys. They said, don't worry, they're with us. They take her into holding and question her for hours. She was completely clueless that her husband was a massive drug dealer um, and put her on across the state. She had no idea whatsoever. When they realized she had been completely blindsided, they released her children into her care, and she went home and got on her way. Um, in the months that followed, she, one of her girlfriends, had come out for a good time. She went out, she met a younger man. They began a relationship. That's who she fell pregnant to, and he was too nervous to tell his parents because he was eight years younger than her, and he wasn't sure how his parents would react to him being with an older lady. Anyway, so she was really nervous about this. And so she, someone had said, you know, she thought termination might be the option. But having had her experience as a teenager, she didn't want to go through it. So then chatted to us. She'd also spoken to her psychologist. She said, don't worry, you need to have this abortion because your two boys won't like this baby. Your partner will leave you and your business will go bust. And I'm really good at post-abortion trauma counseling at $140. I bet she is. And wow. so we said, I said to her, well, one, I don't know that she's God. I don't know that she knows how your boys will react to another child. I also don't know that your business will go bust. So her business was um, doing training and exercises for the elderly. And anyway, so she decided she talked to the, the father of the child. He was wrapped in her. He agreed to marry her. He, he, took on her two boys they ended up having a third little boy and the two older boys absolutely adore their baby brother Mm. he's super super cute they're doing fantastic and her business didn't just go bust it turned around and she ended up taking over a few more suburbs being sponsored by council to support elder women in other communities And the older women that she thought would judge her that she trained actually were the ones making knitting booties and everything for her. And she didn't yeah. need to pay $40 in post-abortion trauma counseling after all. So. And, and she probably I mean, was at
0: the site. Her anxiety probably stemmed from the first abortion.
1: Yeah. Which there is research to indicate that that quite likely could be the case. Hmm, yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. So we, I'm like, It's just, again, the power of support, you know, like we flooded her living room with free baby goods. We were there for her whenever she needed to chat or reconnect. Um, The father stepped up, he got an extra job and started saving more money and, you know, really unbelievable for, you know,
0: a guy Mm -hmm. in his mid-20s was amazing. So... And and I think that people um, sell themselves too short. You know, yeah, we we we're hardwired for hard things. Yeah, you know?
1: <laughs> we're not. Yeah. You know,
0: we're we're meant for hard things. Yeah, as as, as challenging as difficult as they are, it's not going to crush you. Yeah, <laughs> um, you might have to change a few things here and there. Yeah, but ooh, we're better off for it. Sorry, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I've got a split screen. Was- Something that's
1: almost becoming a rude word and that's what we want to encourage our clients and be resilient.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I have a... I don't know what happened to my... Can you still see me? I can see you just fine. Have you seen... Have you got my emails on the right-hand side of you? No. <gasps> All right, don't worry. I don't know what's happening, but my emails have just popped up on the right-hand side from my <laughs> other computer. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Oh, fine. Keep <laughs>
0: talking. Um, so how, how does one be, get trained up as a counsellor? Like if women are listening and they've thought, oh, wow, I wouldn't mind helping out. Um, yeah. So um,
1: what we, they need to be, have some kind of professional qualification behind them. Mm-hmm. So in the way of getting, but if they're looking, if they have like a certificate or degree or diploma in community, service or anything like that, then that is fantastic. If they're like, look, I don't have any of those, but I could be a mentor mum. I have, you know, an hour a week to come alongside and that young vulnerable mum, then we definitely have room for that because that's becoming part of our mum to mum mentor program. And just means the first hypothetically, first week of the month you go meet them for coffee. The second week, you text them, say, I loved our catch up last week. Let's um, do you want to get meet again next week, or do you want to just have a phone call? Then meet again the following week, and then the fourth week, hey, so great to see you. Don't forget, we've got mum to mum tomorrow, can't wait to see you there. Or do you need a lift? Or what can I do for you? Can I bring you anything? That kind of thing. Mm. That's kind of what a mum mentor does. So That's it's beautiful. limited, just uh, it means that that girl, when you build enough relationship, can. Ring you and go, Jess. You know my baby can't start crying. I know it's eight o'clock, and I know we chatted at twelve. But can you give me some advice, or what should I do? I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And just
1: psychologically, knobbing, you have got. I can call Jess, and she won't scream at me for ringing her at eight o'clock. Hmm. It's just
0: so calming, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's reassuring. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. You might get quite a few phone calls, Jenny. <laughs>
1: That's fine. Oh. <laughs> that's fine no problems
0: yeah um and why diamond women what where, where'd the name come from
1: so um when i actually asked a friend to help me out with that i was like can you pray help me because i was trying to go with hope hope pregnancy center but there's if you google hope anything there's like a hundred things there's hope b hope churches <laughs> hope everything um and so she said diamond because um diamonds are created out of something really common coal and, and in darkness under intense pressure and for a period of time and then it's only in the hands of the master craftsman that the true beauty is revealed and that spoke for us not just to the unborn but it spoke to the mums as well mm. so yeah we like that oh i and like that we- <laughs> um. And we had um, pregnancy, but a lot of the girls that come to us, they don't think they're pregnant. They think they have a problem. And so we wanted to remove an obstacle in our name, which was the word pregnancy, and make it about Diamond Women. And particularly since when we deal with a woman, we're working with her mental health, we're working with her budget, we're working with the fact that she's pregnant, but it's the whole woman. Hmm. So we had Diamond Women.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah. I really love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Affectionately known as
0: Diamond. <coughs> uh huh, uh huh. And um, so you're you're in the hills, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And you've, you're spreading your wings to Bathurst. You're in Wollongong, Gosford. So do you have Karingba. to go to Caringbah? Do you have that's that's the Shire, isn't it, Caringbah? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to go. Every everywhere, we
1: well, sometimes yeah. I do because you know some of the um, the people, of some of the girls, and some of the couples that come through, like are just so yummy, you want to meet them. So, like, yeah, honestly, I feel like we have the most diabolically unbelievable girls that go through our program. Yeah, and yeah. guys, we've got great young couples coming through at the moment just unbelievable
0: how lovely have you noticed anything um with the new abortion laws that were passed last year um do you have a lot of women coming at deciding like contemplating aborting their children later on in pregnancy or not not so much we actually had few a few
1: before the abortion was law was passed but i think the abortion law didn't so much open up for us our later options it opened up for us it made it seem even more safe and more easily accessible and so we're getting a lot of girls um wanting the abortion pill the ie 486 yeah and there's a lot of agencies out there that are trying to make that a lot more easily like you just jump online and order it a lot more easily accessible
0: so yeah. are, you, are you seeing a lot more post-abortive tro- um, counselling? Yes, a lot more since October. I think double. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, the other question I was going to ask you was, has, have, is, has there been an increase because of COVID? Well, it was,
1: oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Just, it was, <laughs> wow, this year, huh?
0: Um, yeah. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> who knows I'm what's gonna... around
0: the corner? No, we've got, got three oh. months to go. Just hold on. I, I <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? So we had just done a massive push in March, and we thought oh, good. And then hello, we're in quarantine, and then everything goes quiet. I think April was it dwindled down. May is quite quiet, and then June it kind of like was nothing. Come July, we we're, We have had. Trip, uh this month at least it's just been whoosh, since then so that means uh, sorry people listening that means through the roof so it uh, we have had triple the number from this time last year wow so phone, call,
0: phone calls or face-to-face, uh, face-to-face
1: like girls coming in really wanting yeah so triple the number of girls wanting to
0: see us um which is yeah just oh, insane it's, you know so, girls, you're saying you have a lot of younger clientele?
1: No, I call them girls, sorry. Um, we have, it's all different depending on what area. Hmm. So, different clientele from different regions. Our, but we've had a mix. They're usually between 25 to 35. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but up to 43. Yeah, like you yeah. were saying, it would yeah. the number of married couples not wanting twins or not wanting a third or um or s- not wanting a seventh yeah so yeah and,
0: just amazing
1: okay. and um yeah and i i get it the shock can feel real you know and it can feel overwhelming and they can feel like it's insurmountable Mm-hmm. um yes that's where like they just need that time to breathe and absorb this and thankfully god gives us nine months not nine yeah. minutes <laughs> yeah. One, two. um because that termination is it's a it's it's something we can't reverse and that's what we tell our clients like it is the only decision you can dis- we can discuss the adoption option right up to six months post birth but if you terminate we- we've got nothing to work with here and mm. it's and we can't speak to what, how it will impact you because everyone's different. But our experience tells us it's not going to be positive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for me, I have six children. I've had two miscarriages. But, um, and I'm I'm a practicing Catholic. I have a strong faith. But finding out I'm pregnant every time, it's not champagne and, and roses. It's like, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay, take a deep breath. Here we go. Yep. You
0: know? Here we go.
1: Right. Yeah. Like yep. it's not. And husband and family and church support. That's right. Yep. I know. Yep. And so we understand, and there's no judgment for even navigating all your avenues in that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And and even if you continue, there's no judgment. But it's about, like, just take the time and don't rush into it. And that's mm-hmm. when I've, when girls ring us and they're like, I've got a book for tomorrow. We're like please can you give us a week you just need to sit in this for a minute breathe in this mm-hmm. and take time and um there's no judgment let's equip you with information let's empower you let's find all the support that you may need for before after during whatever
0: mm-hmm. and um let's talk more you know yeah. i think we've become so self-isolated you know like we 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 have to rely on ourselves. We'll work it out ourselves. I'm going to, you know, this is my problem. I'll keep it in here. And I'm just going to get it over and done with so it's out of the way so I can move on. I yeah. mean, that is, it's the biggest danger. When That is you know,
1: one of the best fallacies we hear so often is I just want to get it out over and done with so I can move on. And I'm like, I wish I, I could promise you that it would be that easy, mm. you know? And I'm wondering if, If it's not, what will you do then? You know. Mm -hmm. So let's pause in this. You know, it can be something really magnificent. So, and I think that's the thing. Girls just need to know that there is support out there. You know. Again, my frustration is your frustration. Why don't people know we exist more? You know. (laughs) You know. Everyone, even if you're married with six kids and you're four pregnant again, just you can have have a chat to us confidential. (laughs) You'll be
0: fine. You know, oh, yeah, um, But but uh, every child, I needed somebody to, oh, that's wonderful. This is great. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. And yeah. I know how important that is. Yeah. Like from yeah. personal experience, I know how important it is to hear yeah. you were made for this. You can do this. This is, you know, this is um, going to be amazing. Yeah. You just need some positive support and uh, support. And it has to yeah. be positive. Yeah. <laughs> not not oh my gosh really again Uh, i mean no one wants to do
1: that yeah yeah i know and um yeah it's just it's it's crazy and people think um you know it's all about like there's this um gross misinformation It's your body you're right you're whatever i'm like okay you know you know, Catholic views aside, like the science is very clear. It's not your body, mm-hmm. you know? And I think people come in thinking, well, I was told that, so it must be right, not understanding that the full impact they actually are presented with that choice and it is going to have a lasting impact. So it might be their body or their their rights in their own mind, but when they are at that cross-order decision, they still know there is still a, an impending sense of the impact that it's going to have on them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The jobs just to love them through all that. And, you know, we've seen some beautiful grace stories at the end, you know, of girls that have terminated that are, you know, doing just amazing. We had one woman and she saw us before she made a choice. She had several appointments and she still proceeded with the termination. And she had suffered, um, her father had passed away recently, then her husband had been killed in a car accident.
0: And oh she thought it
1: but she thought a termination would just be another grief that she would overcome like those two. And, um, and it wasn't. And she has seen us for nearly two years and she's studying law. But do you know what's so exciting? She is studying law, which is based on a Judeo-Christian model and philosophy. And so now she's beginning to explore in counselling the purpose of life. And because she's studying law, she wants to explore that judeo-christian beliefs is her first religion to explore to identify her purpose in life Mm -hmm. and she said i now realize that if i had have known that i had more legal rights around custody of this child that i terminated whatever else i would not have gone through it and i will now when i'm finished my law degree provide any free legal assistance to any of your clients that are looking at keeping their baby or feeling like they may terminate because of the father's impact
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: does she's exploring her faith and like like
0: looking at giving back like yeah. beautiful so beautiful so, god can make good out of anything
1: yeah exactly so you know there's there is he does turn and make pity out of ashes yep. so yeah yeah
0: that's that's wonderful you're doing such a good job jenny i'm i'm so happy to meet you and to hear all about <laughs> what you do thank you yeah um okay. i i used to drive past that your clinic um near the kids' school um i, I it was just down from was it is it a mary mary Stopes marie stopes right yes clinic I, yes. I imagine it was there on purpose was it i don't yes, know. yes it was yeah. yes it was it was yeah it's fantastic i so, i pray i pray every time i drive past there i always say a little prayer i just you know that these women um we'll find healing yeah yeah well there is healing to be found and um
1: yeah Hmm. so yeah we just um we outgrew that office and so needed to move and yeah oh good yeah well i'm
0: glad you outgrew it and you didn't just shut the doors
1: (laughs) oh no 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 no, not at all we we um had been we'd flooded twice that office oh um it's in the lowest lying part in um, on Brinjelly Road, mm. yeah, flooded right through. What this thick, like oh inches goodness. high? And we had been robbed twice, and there was two gun shooting um, held up. What do you call it? <gasps> chops held up <laughs> twice up there? And so it didn't and feel quite did, safe. It didn't feel quite safe, and then we couldn't. We only had one counselling room, so within two weeks of moving, our numbers had doubled and our volunteers are doubled. Oh,
0: that's so, fantastic
1: yeah so it was a good and I had no idea the weight of anxiety I couldn't believe when I walked into a new person I feel safe yeah that's fantastic yeah yeah Yeah. so that's great it's been a bit of an interesting journey yeah all right Jenny so where can people find you please find us check out our website diamondwomen.com.au or on Facebook as diamond women and on Instagram at diamondwomenau and like, share, comment, follow, all those things because they are the best way for us to become more known and to help reach more women. And if they're in a position and they're able, um, we rely entirely on the donors, on donations to survive. We don't get any government funding or support. Um, We used to pre-COVID run fundraising events. And now- Oh, of course. yeah, so um, so we've lost you no know, significant funding this year. So any assistance just means we've got a better chance of being able to reach more women.
0: And, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Now I haven't told you this, but at the end of every podcast, I ask my guests something that brought them joy this week. <laughs> so I always forget to pre-warn my guests. So no, that's if you put on the spot. I can go first if you want me to think about something. Okay. Yes, you go
1: first. What would you do this week?
0: Um, it is a song and I have to go back onto Spotify and have a look what it was called. Hang on, hang on. Yep, yeah, back here. Okay. Um, it's a song and it's by Maverick City, Volume 3, Part 2. And it's called Promise. Promises. It's um it's got me through the week. I've loved every oh. it's been on repeat. I love it. So that's what brought me joy this week. How about you? I love
1: it. this week. Um since we've been in covid land, I for the first time in it feels like years, I went and sat on the beach in the sun with my sister and her kids and my little boy and they played deliciously and it was just so lovely Hmm. to just turn off
0: and just breathe yeah how beautiful i'm off to the beach this weekend i haven't been to the beach don't forget to slip slop, slap ah yes yeah that's right I forgot about yeah. that. I, I walk a lot, and I haven't been putting sun cream on, and I've noticed I'm aging very quickly. No, no we can't be doing that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Tell me about it. My husband knows. He looked at me the other morning, as if to say, "Is that you?"
1: <laughs> I just bought this new product called um, Queen Screen, oh. and SPF 50, but it blocks UVA, UVB, and blue light from devices. And it goes over foundation, over makeup, and doesn't peel, it just glides on and is amazing. Oh, I will take your picture. Can,
0: yes, I uh, will leave that in the show notes. Queen screen. Yeah, okay. Not okay. Said, but... <laughs> um, can, can you just tell me what's this blue light from devices? Is it causing us cancer?
1: Well, I I feel like any kind of light is either going to do some kind of damage in the way of, like, I know it impacts your eyesight. So mm-hmm. you
0: can't you can put queen blue- screen on your eyes, though.
1: <laughs> no, true. But you can get glasses that block out the blue light. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So I was like, all right. And because I live in a land of Zoom and computers, I'm like, all right, all the help I can get, you know.
0: My mm-hmm. husband's a
1: bit younger. we got it, you know.
0: <laughs> so where do you get queen screen from?
1: Um online Mm -hmm. i will i saw it through instagram to be honest all right but it glides on over foundation so you don't need to worry if your moisturizer doesn't have an spf factor or your foundation doesn't
0: oh that's awesome i think that might that that might bring me joy next week yeah (laughs) 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 i will hopefully we'll get freebies (laughs) Yep. <laughs> All right, Jenny, I'm going to stop recording here. So okay. I, thank you so much for joining us. It was a yeah, pleasure so, to speak with you. So fun. Welcome to the Universal Sisterhood Podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their stories. Welcome to episode 49. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to new beginnings. Welcome to the start of something really, really good. Um, Sorry I haven't been here for a while. Life got a little bit crazy. And then it got a little bit crazier. Um, but I'm back. Uh, I have a beautiful lineup of women who um, wanting to share their stories and if you have a story that you would love to share or maybe you wouldn't like to share but know that you should share it, um, contact me. You can uh, find me on Instagram at Universal Sisterhood. You could email me Jessica at doherty.com.au Or you could send me a Facebook message. I would love to hear from you. I hope you enjoy the season I've got prepared for you. And um, we're all on this journey together. And I'm so excited. Thanks for being here.